It's Checkers or Wreckers as we enter turn four on the front stretch. Presented by Joe's Carding and Council Bluffs. Just about ready to wrap this baby up. Rolling it to turn number four on the front stretch. Brought to you by Quaker Steak and Lube in Council Bluffs. Get over to the Lube Sunday. Get over to the Lube any day. I saw on Facebook that they finally uh, announced their plans for the first classic car cruising. And I believe it's going to be May 4th. Stand by. Trying to get my Facebook to pull up. That'll be a Tuesday. Uh, May 6th. That'll be a Thursday. How do you know that? Because May 2nd's a Sunday for the cup race. Oh, good call. So May 6th <laughs> is the plan for the first classic car cruising. Make sure to get down there. Beautiful, beautiful sights. I mean, I can't even say it enough. And all the great food that is available at Quaker Steak and Loop. All the great vendors that come out for classic car cruising. It's one of my favorite events. And I can't wait to get down there for the first one in 2021. Sunday's race at Richmond, 2 o'clock Central Time on Sunday, provided there's no rain. Coverage is on Fox, MRN, and Sirius XM. I have been tuning in lately because there's no Omaha radio affiliate, so I've just been pulling up the NASCAR app. You go to the scanners, and the first one that's listed, even though you don't have a subscription, which I don't, I don't pay for a subscription. I'm not going to waste my money like that. I got to buy shoes and chickens. Uh, but if even on the free app, the first one that comes up is the MRN or PRN broadcast. So you can still listen to every uh, every play-by-play just through your phone and your data connection. It works out great. And uh, I, I think MRN and PRN are the best broadcast partners that NASCAR has. I'm a little bit uh, frustrated, as always, with the TV partners. But that's a, that's a conversation we've had. 43 other times in other shows just 43 times uh i might have been lowballing it <laughs> now why do i not have a richmond result race result from last year i don't know they ran them that's odd six seven eight i think one ten. i think they only ran one richmond race i think one of the others might have got canceled altogether yeah was it later in the year they ran that well yeah they run usually one in september and then one you know this time okay. of year they run two races but I think the one at this point in the year was one of them that got canceled. Let me track down that, that statistic, but uh, Richmond's going to be another one of those short track races. So it, there there's it's, and it's a fast short track Dirk. One more time. We've talked about it a couple of times, kind of talk a little bit about Richmond and what people can expect on Sunday. Um, you can expect with the, with the shape of the track, with the, the big D and for the front straightaway, um, the track races a lot faster than what like Martinsville is. There is a little bit of bank. It's not super high bank, but there is banking on this track. And they'll get two grooves worked in eventually. Early in the race, it'll just be a run around the bottom. And uh, depends on how much rubber gets laid down over the early part of the weekend. You could have two grooves right off the bat, but uh, it's a who's who that'll be up front just like normal. Kyle Bush has had good luck here. Denny Hamlin. Martin Truex, those three guys have all had real good luck at this track. One of the more infamous things was when uh, Kyle Busch spun out Dale Earnhardt Jr. late in his career when he was leading. That uh, didn't help Kyle Busch's legacy any. <laughs> but uh, pit road's big here. They can literally, they can. I think they can actually run this race on one green flag stop with the way they set up the uh, uh, stages. If they didn't have any cautions, all they would need is one green flag stop in the last stage segment to uh, 
to get through the race, they can, you know, make this race on like three fuel stops. Yep. So, but they obviously, a lot of times it depends on their tire allotment. And I didn't read anything on what they're allotted this week, but a lot of times they'll break up stages into halfway, especially if their cars are falling off real bad. This race is in the afternoon. So unless they have a, a long red, a red flag or something, and they shouldn't get into any nighttime issues with the track doing a bunch of changing. Yeah. So that shouldn't be an issue. Everybody's got a big notebook on this track. It's been around a long time. Uh, and, one of the oldest on the circuit, isn't it? Yes. And I mean, it's a, it's a track I used to love going up there. I got to work a couple four race weekends up there where they'd have an IROC race thrown in with the trucks, Bush and the cup. I used to just love going up there to, uh, to the track. I, I didn't care for the town much. <laughs> we stayed in a motel with a Waffle House across the street, which was convenient. But the Waffle House had bars in the windows. So, <laughs> Oh, geez. Well, I finally got the stats pulled up from the last time we were there. Uh, like we talked about, there was no early season race. Uh, the Cup Series only went to Richmond once, although NASCAR did have two weekends there. I believe it was a doubleheader weekend where the Xfinity and the trucks raced earlier in the week. And then the Cup Series raced on Saturday, September 12th. It was a Saturday night race, obviously. Brad Kozlowski ended up picking up the win after finishing fourth in Stage 1, winning Stage 2. Martin Trex Jr. finished second, Logano third, Dylan Austin Dillon fourth, and Chase Elliott fifth. Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, Eric Amarola, Alex Bowman, and Clint Boyer rounded out the top 10. Bad days, doesn't really matter. Jimmy Johnson, 31st, Daniel Suarez, 29th. Uh, really that's it. Uh, Blaney, I, you know, he was a playoff driver at the time he finished 19th. That's a bad day. I believe he was two laps down. William Byron was also a playoff driver. He finished 21st. Other than that, I mean, yeah, that's kind of a typical Richmond race. Your top 14 were all your playoff contenders, excuse me, top 10 were all playoff contenders. Tyler Reddick was the first one to break that up finishing 11th Hamlin 12th, Bush 13th, Custer 14th. So that's Richmond. Once again, the race Sunday at Richmond is on the big screens of Quaker Steak and Lube and Council Bluffs. Get over to the Lube today. All the great food, all the great racing action, all the great sights and sounds. Uh, the race for Sunday, uh, Toyota Owners 400. Coverage starts at 2 o'clock. Get your picks in on time by 2 o'clock on the on the uh, the NASCAR Pools online site. And I should say they've had some issues ever since migrating over to the new the new server. Just some kind of growing pains or new server pains that, that is pretty typical. They're getting those worked out. So if you got any questions, any concerns, you're always welcome to email or message me, and we'll be able to get those figured out. Big thanks to Rick Haven Ridge Wealth Partners for helping to present the Pick'em's Contest. Uh, let's see. Racing to come in the next week. We talked about the Icebreaker Challenge getting canceled. Uh, I-80 Speedway on Friday night and Eagle on Saturday night. And I believe uh, Adams County Speedway is running a big race. And I think so is Shelby County Speedway next weekend. Yeah, I think uh, I saw somewhere on Facebook today that Adams County still hasn't canceled for this upcoming weekend. So, Oh, do they have a race? I think they're scheduled to run this week, I think. It was on uh, one of those Icebreaker things and everybody was well who's racing saturday and somebody posted adams county so yeah it looks like as acs season opener is going to be happening on saturday night so so if you got to get a fix head down to corning iowa for adams county speedway nascar sanctioned track gates open at five hot laps at 6 30 racing at seven o'clock 
That's Adams County Speedway. Wave it down to mom and dad when you drive through Red Oak. There you go. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Big thank you to Rick Havenridge of Wealth Partners for supporting the show. Also, if you need any technical computer advice or uh, help with your computers, give me a call. Tailored Computers, 402-659-5641. I posted a laptop for sale that I recently upgraded. I also got a second one. I'm just waiting on some parts. I'll be getting that posted sometime this weekend if you're looking for a new laptop or you want to get rid of your old ones. I'll buy them off of you for cash. I'll upgrade them and sell them off. Or if you want to upgrade it and keep it for a couple more years, just give me a call. Taylor Computers, 402-659-5641. You can also email me, tailoredcomputersandrepair at gmail.com. Am I going to start seeing signs on every telephone pole around town? I buy computers for cash. Yep. Cash on the spot. <laughs> No, I, I I don't think I'm going to do that. I ended up, I and I should ask you this too. I've ever, I, there's a unanimous agreement on what the answer is on this, but I had a grand scheme that I was going to get postcards made up and I was just going to walk around my neighborhood and put them in everybody's mailbox. Apparently that's a federal offense. Um, yeah, technically it is. Okay. Because apparently you're only supposed to be a postal service worker is the only one that can put something in your mailbox. Well, besides the owner of the, of the property, the owner True. of the mailbox. True. And I know that from when I had my paper out because I had people that wanted me to put their newspaper in their mailbox and I could told them I couldn't. It's against the law. Hmm. But even if I give you permission, I said the World Herald won't let me do it. I cannot put a newspaper in your mailbox. Plus that, that, was... that, that little plastic tube for 50 bucks to hold on to your mailbox to hold the newspaper. So that was 1933 was when you had that? No, no, it was right after they made paper. Oh, okay, but... cool. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for us today, guys. Thanks a lot for listening. We appreciate all your support. Uh, make sure you follow the Fred Stretch on Facebook for all the latest uh, updates on races and information. Thanks again, everybody. We'll be back next week to do it all over again. For Dirk Houston, I'm Dan Taylor. This has been the Front Stretch. The official watering hole of the Front Stretch has you covered any day of the week with the best wings, great burgers, and amazing steaks. Each weekday from 4 to 6 is Happy Hour, featuring dollar-off draft and well drinks plus $4 Luberitas. Mondays are Kids Night. Tuesdays are all-you-can-eat wings for $12.95, and the lube even delivers to the Council Bluffs area. Like Quaker Steak and Lube Council Bluffs on Facebook for a full list of weekly events. Get to Quaker Steak and Lube. Mid-America Drive, Council Bluffs. Hey, look at that. You're sitting on your couch playing Halo, Madden, or NASCAR while your friends are at Joe's Karting. Each lap is an adrenaline-filled, heart-pumping, white-knuckle experience that you can only get at the Metro's largest indoor karting track. Eco-friendly Honda engines rip you around their professionally designed road course at breakneck speeds. Can you reach the 14-second lap bracket? There's only one way to find out. Put the controller down and get to Joe's Karting, 23rd Avenue in Council Bluffs next to Quaker Steak and Lube.